2: This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network. Available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Well,
4: well, well, looky here, there's no rest for the weary as we are already We have our first big trade of the offseason as teams are getting ready for the draft, free agency, and what might end up being a flurry of trades this summer. A blizzard. Oh, yeah, exactly. Actually, yeah, I like That's that. also
5: a snow reference. I just, Thank just you. wanted to let people know I'm here, too. Okay, good to know.
4: We're going to get into the Beal to the Suns deal. Hey, that rhymes. Uh, What could be next for CP3 and plenty more with the lead writer for Phoenix Sports, Gerald Borge. On today's episode, I'm Miles Gray.
5: And I'm Jack O'Brien. And this is
4: Miles Miles and Jack Jack on 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 Mad
5: Boosties. I go high, you go low. We love it.
6: three-pointer
4: that was actually a good uh, that was a good harmonic intro i think you mm-hmm. did that time
5: yeah i agree yeah gerald what, what do you think
7: yeah about gerald, our sorry intro? gerald
4: borge from uh the phoenix sports <laughs> uh please
7: i think you guys have great chemistry it's clear you spent more than one training camp
4: together so i love it oh, oh thank you thanks <laughs> yeah. man yeah i <laughs> been putting in guess work. what they threw us together at the last minute, man. And we're just figuring it out. We're just figuring. I, didn't, I just met this mess. guy 10 minutes ago.
5: They were actually tanking. It was like Utah this season. They were tanking, and then we just had chemistry. They,
4: we figured it, it out. It. Yeah. yeah. They call Jack the Markkinen of podcasting. See, I was going to say
7: you guys are like the KD and the sons of podcasting. Just kind of threw them together, and they had to come together at the right
4: time. Dream I'll, team. Wait, whose book and who's, uh, who, which one do you want to be, Jack? I think I'm the
5: old head, right? Um. I've got Slim a lot Reaper. of spray-on hair. Okay, um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. Well, actually, with my with my male pattern baldness, maybe I would be better off being Kevin Durant.
5: <laughs> All right. But you anyway, always hey, want to be KD.
4: I, hey, look, I love anyone <laughs> who has a name referencing a big spider in the form of Durantula. That was a thing yeah. that always got me pulled he in. He anyway. not
5: like that. Anyways, Gerald, exciting times. Phoenix, I feel like, is dedicated to be the most exciting team off the court, just in terms of they're keeping people who host podcasts about the NBA uh, awake! they yeah. keeping our head on a swivel. Uh, this must be exciting times for you.
7: It is. It's exciting. It's been exciting. Um, you know, over the last year, it's been everything from historic playoff flameout to Kevin Durant rumors to new owner to Jay Crowder sitting out. Like there's there's no shortage of stories out here, but um, it can be fun. And then there's sometimes where you're just trying to enjoy your weekend, and then boom, Bradley Beals falling into your lap. So here we are. Uh, yeah. Talking about that all week, but it's it's been a lot of fun. You can tell Ishbia is going to be aggressive, and this team is going all in, despite what the new CBA and the NBA rules are are trying to prohibit moving forward. So, kind of a fun time to be a Suns fan, and also a uh, a high pressure, stressful one as well.
5: Yeah, they're they're kind of running back the the experiment in Brooklyn. You know, when it was just three ball dominant scores around the perimeter, but in this case. You know, I, I think Booker might be the best scorer that KD's ever played with. And Beal, I think, is gonna be more reliable than uh, you know, Harden. This is a tough this is a tough contest to win, but more reliable than Harden and Kyrie were with the Nets. Um, so it's gonna be interesting. Is this
4: the perfect situation in terms of like this deal, right? Cause in the beginning it sounded like, well, CP3 is gonna get waived and now mm-hmm. that's not happening. You're getting Beal. And Aiton, it was nowhere near that. So is this, how are you like, how, how does this all shake out for you in the end? Because we're asking like, well, what happens with Aiton? Yeah. Where, where, where are we headed with all this?
7: Yeah, that's a good question. And honestly, it it feels like there was a lot of people that were kind of overthinking this trade in terms of like, how does Beal fit with Booker since they play the same position? How are you going to build out the rest of your roster when you have so much, Because you know, Bill makes a lot of money on that contract he's got. And the new CBA rules are going to penalize teams that go too far into the luxury tax, take away some of their team building stuff. So there's a lot of questions, but I feel like at the end of the day, you look at the trade and they traded Chris Paul, who they were either going to waive or trade elsewhere, and Landry Shamit for Bradley freaking Beal. Like you weren't going to do better than that in free agency. You probably weren't going to realistically pull off a trade for somebody better than him and you kept DA, who you can now either keep under Frank Vogel and hope that he kind of restores his value or trade elsewhere for more depth pieces, Um, like, it's about as good as you can ask. So, a lot of people are saying, like, oh, they, you know, they're they're going in all all in on the super team, they're too top-heavy, all this stuff, but I would ask, like, what could they have done this offseason that would have been better if you look at the free agency pool? Like, it's not that great, Um, and it gives you three guys who can score from anywhere on the floor. Like, Obviously, they're all perimeter-oriented guys, but they all shoot efficiently when they do get to the basket. They're all good catch-and-shoot guys. They're all guys that can create off the dribble. Um, So if you surround them with defensive players, with three-point shooters, I think you're going to be okay. And Book is enough of a playmaker now to be able to maybe not need a traditional point guard like you're used to having with Chris Paul.
5: Yeah. And I bring up the Brooklyn thing not as like a to throw water on this because (laughs) when Brooklyn was at their peak and everybody was playing, they were incredible. (laughs) Like they were they were dominating. Like even with like two and a half of the players, you know, playing playing at full steam. So I don't know. It's very exciting from an NBA fan uh, standpoint to like see another kind of offensive firepower just extravaganza um so I'm, I'm excited
4: yeah uh what about i mean gotta ask you look mm-hmm. at kd beal the number of games they've been playing the last mm-hmm. couple seasons is that is that a i mean where, where does yeah. that does that strike fear into the hearts of of Suns fans or just enough the confidence that you know maybe maybe this this will all kind of coalesce and come together
7: I think it has to. I think you look at KD's recent injury history even before the last couple of years with the Nets, it wasn't great, obviously. Um, he's been fantastic when he's been on the court, but you need him to stay healthy, um, and you need him to shoot better than he did in the playoffs. Let's be honest, the Nuggets series was not his finest series. Um, and with Beal, I, you know, you look at the number of games missed, it's concerning. I do think they're a little bit misleading just because like this past season he was basically shut down because the Wizards were bad. Um, right. in the last couple of years, some of the games that he missed were due to COVID more than like actual injury. So I think that's a little bit encouraging, but yeah, you're right. Like with book, with KD, with Beal, um, even with DA to a certain extent, if he's still here, the injury thing looms large because if you lose any one of those guys, it's not like you have the depth of a nuggets team or a Miami heat squad to kind of overcome that. So you need all three of your stars to be healthy. Um, and all four, if Da's still on the team.
5: Do you have a wish list of like, okay, this would be the two players I'd want to turn DA into if, there, uh, if there was a trade to happen there.
7: So it's funny you asked that. Cause I literally today wrote an article with 40 trade options for DeAndre <laughs> because I'm, I'm sorry, 41 because I'm a bit oh. of a psycho. I was going to uh, say
5: you were, you were lagging there, man.
7: Yeah. Like, like yeah, 41. I, okay. 40, okay. 40 back yeah. in 41, we can yeah. accept that. But, There are a couple we've heard from a source that the mask had a standing offer for DA since the end of the season, which was um, Josh green, Tim Hardaway jr. And the number 10 pick that doesn't add up financially. You need to throw in Maxi Kleba. I'm not crazy about that deal. I am not surprised the Suns haven't taken it, but I also do think the magic are a team that's that we've heard is in play. Um, You know, a deal surrounding Wendell Carter jr. Uh, maybe Bulbul, maybe Jonathan Isaac, something like that. The Suns pushed back and wanted a guard, but that was before the Bradley Beal trade. So, I you know, Carter is honestly, he might be a better player than DA at this point. And he makes a fraction of what DA does. So something like that would probably work, I think, if you're the Suns. Um, I also look at the Hawks or the Pacers as teams that you might trade with. If you get Miles Turner back, who arguably had a better season, if you get Clint Capella back, Who's a really good rim protector and would fit in perfectly with Vogel likes to do? Um, I, I think you're trying to target a center who can do like 80% of what DA
4: does for maybe half or two-thirds of the price. I got one listener question because yeah. people were like, well, we got we got experts on the Suns coming in. Uh, but Aaron McCarthy was asking just a couple couple questions, because I want to get the fan questions in. First sure. off, is like, are we looking at full time point book? Mm-hmm. And if you got to the question about is Aiden gonna stick around and what kind of people would you flip them for? Uh, And also, who else is going to Summer League? And will they get to meet any more Suns players this year?
7: (laughs) Yeah, so to answer your questions, um, I do think we can expect to see a lot of point book. I think if you look at his numbers in the playoffs without Chris Paul, he was averaging like seven or eight assists per game. He was still shooting lights out in that stretch. Like They're pretty confident that even though it puts a little more tread on his tires and, and will wear him down, they have enough playmaking between Booker and Beal and Katie. They can take turns bringing the ball up court. Um, And they have enough scoring and passing there to make it work without a point guard. Um, I do think in terms of DA, I'd be surprised if he's still on the roster just because $32.5 million is a lot to pay for what he provides at this point. Like I said, the Suns have been kind of queasy about giving him this max level money for years now. And I do think that they think if they can get like 80% of what he does for half the cost, they're going to pursue that option because they have been really good with their offense in getting centers open with their pick and roll stuff. And then in terms of what was the last Oh, summer Summer
5: league? League. I honestly
7: have no idea. The only guy that was like on the roster last year that went to summer league was Ish Wainwright. And now he's probably not going to go. So I think they have the 52nd pick in this year's draft still. That's probably the only guy that might actually be on the roster who you'll probably see at summer league. Maybe Jordan Goodwood now that he's coming back in the Beale trade or like Isaiah Todd, those guys that the Wizards kind of threw in there, you might see them, but outside of that, not a, not a ton of excitement if you're a Suns fan for summer league,
5: right? Now that CP three has been traded to the Wizards, I feel like what I'm hearing from fans, like people who have a team that they root for, <laughs> right? They all seem to be like, man, I don't know. For you guys, I don't, I don't see it fitting. Like I could see definitely seeing for our team though, like that. I definitely <laughs> right, right. like. It, it feels like everybody wants wants a a piece of cp3 next season for whatever reason who do you think makes the most sense where where do you see him landing
7: i'd be surprised if it's not the clippers at this point i i thought if the suns were going to waive him that they could probably bring him back because he's still a good player he's not washed he's nowhere near the all nba player he was like the last two years before this season but he still shot a really good percentage from three he kind of evolved as more of a catch-and-shoot guy because he played off the ball more this season. And despite playing off the ball more this season, he was still top five in assists. So like he can still run an offense. He's a little bit more of a liability on defense now. He can still be a little bit too ball-dominant for some teams. Like I'm curious how that would work if he does go to the Clippers when they've already got Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. But I think Paul can still contribute on a winning team. It's just that contract, like that 31 mil that he's owed Um, it's a good thing. Only like 16 million of it is guaranteed. Um, and I think that's probably why a lot of teams maybe wouldn't make a trade offer that they would, if he was playing on like a 12 or a $14 million deal. Um, the contract's probably the biggest and the fact that he can't stay healthy in the playoffs. Like that just, that's out of his control, but it is something you have to factor in there too. Right.
5: Yeah, it's, it's tough to have a person you rely on who can't stay healthy in the playoffs as yeah. a Sixers fan. Um <laughs> yeah, but.
4: I mean even like to your point when we were we were having the conversation like, I don't know, Cook, maybe I don't know if I could see him on the Sixers. I could see him on the Lakers though. Yeah, I could yeah. see him on the Lakers and I'm saying that and then also like, I could also see him getting just terribly injured by November. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just part of the 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 back and forth. If he ended yeah. up at the Clippers, would they also be keeping Russell Westbrook? In that, in that scenario, you think?
7: I've seen reports that say that they would be interested in keeping the two of them together. And, you know, Chris Paul has a lot of respect for Russ. So as much as they've had their on-court battles and, you know, scuff-ups or whatever, they do have a lot of respect for each other, especially after that last playoff series. I don't know how that would work because I feel like <laughs> Russ played right. really well um, in that role that they had him in. And, and Chris is not going to be coming off the bench. So are you starting those two together? I, I don't know how that looks right um but yeah I, I think they're they're at least considering that idea
5: are we thinking anybody's gonna take a look at what Miami did and just really like shut people down for not shut them down but like people just don't play as much of the regular season and just like everything is focused on peaking in the playoffs like it, I,
7: it, I mean right. I think we've been trending that way for a while but I do think like teams they might have to look themselves in the mirror and be honest. Like, do we have an Eric Spolstra? Do we have a Jimmy Butler? I don't right. know. If we have those things that will just kind of <laughs> right. Peak at the right time. And like, even if they do kind of take their foot off the gas during the regular season, the shooting that they had during the playoffs was like totally not who they were all season long. Right. So, and I don't know how you can just kind of like turn that on after months. I, I think it was one of the most insane, like hottest shooting performances overachieving performances I've seen from a team in a while. Um, so I think that factors in, but I I do think teams are a lot more like March basketball doesn't mean as much anymore because there's just so many fluky situations going on. It matters as soon as mid April comes around and we we can flip that switch.
5: Yeah. You just got to start trying to make them. In the postseason, yeah, I think is the is the lesson <laughs> from the Heat. They really right. seem to just be really focused on making their shots. Which, yeah,
4: Jimmy Butler just looked in the mirror and said, "You know what? I'm gonna start making more shots." Yes, <laughs> that's what I'm
7: gonna he do. He needed to do that in the finals too. If he'd have done yeah. that, it might have might have carried. But... They
4: took the mirrors out of his hotel room. That was a problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Man. no way to pump them. I've also
5: heard Celtics fans talking about how CP3 makes sense there. I've heard, yeah, every everybody everyone is just like, yeah, come on, yeah, come on. We'll give it a shot. We'll give him a run. Um, Absolutely. But yeah. I I do feel like he's not this sort of person who's just going to like take time off and uh, come in and be a solid sixth man in the playoffs. Right. No. The, yeah. Um, yeah. That's,
7: that's one thing the Suns had to fight him on for quite a bit, like trying to get him to take rest. And he just is not the guy that'll do that. So I have a hard time seeing it elsewhere unless he's threatened with like a career ending injury or something like that.
4: Yeah. yeah. Cause we are saying like it would have to take a serious change of his like drive and sense of character for him to suddenly be like, you know what? I hear what you're saying about my body and Mm -hmm. like what my limits are. And I'm going to listen to you. And you know what? That is a good idea that I come off the bench. Like that's, that's just not who he is.
7: Just not. Yeah. And he, he wrote about it in that new book that he's been promoting recently. Like his grandfather's influence. He grew up the hardest worker since he was a kid at his grandfather's gas station. Like that's just embedded in his DNA and, and especially now that he's older he's always taken the approach of like I'm blessed to be here and I'm going to continue to be the hardest working guy in the gym um, because I don't know how much longer I've got ironically that's the kind of mentality that during the regular season might come back to hurt him come playoff time when his body just gives out on him
5: Right, right. alright right. let's take a quick break we'll okay. come back we'll talk about some other off court rumors, Happenings. maneuvering that's happening uh, we'll be right back
1: For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co/slash-pick6-states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com/promos.
2: Attention, all wrestling aficionados! Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Die.
5: And a lot of a lot of smoke around Dame as there tends to be in the off seasons. People are like, just get this man to a contender. We want to see it. But the Blazers are reportedly still looking to add talent to put around Dame with the, you know, trading the third pick in the draft away. Chris Mannix mentioned the Raptors as a potential trade suitor with either uh, Pascal Siakam or uh, OG Ananobi in the discussion. If the third pick is actually in play
4: but that seems to be contentious, right? Like that Oh, sure. We, yeah, all of these like, are.
5: These are all rumors.
4: <laughs> oh, no, but no in the sense of like, because at one, it's like, I feel like it's back and forth. It's like, yeah, man, the, the third pick is in play. And then it's like, just talk to Dames Camp. apps. Well, I don't know what they're talking about. And you don't know, like, are they going to keep it? It's going away. But yeah, I think it, it's wild too to see like how there's interest in bam out of bio from the Blazers. But then the Heat are like, yeah, but we, we, would, we would take Dame. And they're like, no, but we would like to pair them together here in right. Portland. And you're like, well, I'm, huh? Who's talking to who right now?
7: Yeah, it, it feels like, here's what I think is happening. I think Dame is putting additional pressure on the Blazers to do something with that third pick because he knows that his time as, as a top-level star in this league is, is not guaranteed forever. Um, he's been tired of playing on losing teams for quite a while now. And the Blazers are saying, yeah, we're definitely looking at moving this third pick for this guy, this guy, this guy. And if they can't make any of those things happen, they're going to be like, well, man, we tried. But at least we got like Scoot and Henderson or good. Brandon Miller. Like, yeah, we, we we did everything that we could. And I, I just don't feel like maybe this is the final turning point where Dame is finally like, OK, I don't want to be here anymore. But until he does that, the Blazers are just going to continue to use his loyalty to their advantage. And. I just don't know how anybody believes in that front office that they can put a winner around him before his time there is done. Like, I respect Dame, the crap out of him for his loyalty there. But, man, every comment, it feels like he's saying, like, yeah, I want to win. I want talent around me. Please put talent around me. And they just don't do it.
4: Do whatever you have to. Yeah, yeah. more on that later, Dame. More on that (laughs)
5: later, (laughs) Love that guy. Anyways. Uh, uh, He's great, huh? Give it up for Dame, huh? All right. Get out of here. <laughs> we love him, don't we, folks? Ah, uh, young scrap. <laughs> um, Kuzma declined the final year option on his deal and will become an unrestricted free agent. Um, and he's coming off a year where I, I think I probably wasn't as aware as I should have been of like what he was doing, but he averaged twenty-one points over seven boards, almost four assists on right around forty-five percent from the floor. Really, like in the conversation for All Star this season and. It'll be interesting to see where where he ends up. I know yeah. I know the Lakers are mentioned in this analysis by uh, Jabari, so I don't I don't know if that's he he's like so I don't know maybe he comes comes back home.
4: Yeah, is he gonna come for a minimum or is it that he sees Beal leave and he's like that's a max slot open? Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, probably the latter.
7: It's a right. good question because like he's he that thirteen million dollar player option is more than what the mid level is worth this year, so it'd have to be a team that could offer more than the mid-level or like additional years and he really just wants to get out of dc i don't know but um that is he's set himself up nicely for a payday with the season he had for sure yeah yeah
4: yeah. do we see him in like a i feel like the when we were just talking off mic we're like it has to be like a bigger market team like that's where it feels that feels like the most coos <laughs> yeah. uh like just his vibe style because yeah. right. you can't you can't walk his into fits, the arena with like, like seven yeah you can't wear like eight foot knit sweater sleeves and be like walking into like utah or something like that no nope. <laughs> yeah nope absolutely not yeah so i guess that leaves it to a, a handful of places yeah. in that sense
5: and that that is absolute rock solid analysis from us just judging by his fit, sleeve length. Uh, these yeah, are, yeah 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 sleeve length he's got to be analysis. in la new york miami. maybe chicago miami yeah, for like sure that. yeah mm-hmm. um he's got real miami vibes uh, James Harden, Miami is, sleeps. <laughs> James Harden's now being rumored to be headed back to Philly uh, earlier this month. It was Houston. I don't know. He'll be 34 next season. I think. I think the thing that makes most sense to me as a Philly fan is like just really big payday for the next two seasons. If if that's something they can pull off, because he he had a great season last season, and you know obviously inconsistent in the playoffs, but some of his best playoff performances, if not his best playoff performances of all time, so you, you're hoping you can kind of get something similar next season, get a better, healthier Embiid postseason, and with additional coaching, you you I don't know. This is me. Tailing off.
3: <laughs> I was gonna say Jack's enthusiasm
5: here. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Even though we're like, I don't know, James Harden, I guess he rumored to come back to Philly. You're like, that's yeah. your team. What do you that mean? is my team. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, something that's like tough, that.
7: Man, when you're disassociating,
5: talking about your own
4: team, you know it's not a great great situation. There. Oh, it's been like this for just, a while. If
5: they if they throw like a four-year deal at him, that would be I think that would be hard. That would them. be and I, I feel like you probably have to try and explore what
7: you can get in a sign and trade. I just don't know what, like in Houston, I don't know what you're getting from them that's really helping you with right. Embiid Win. right now. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think if you can to a two year deal, because like you said, like we know the playoff inconsistency. That's just going to be a thing with Harden. You hope that you can put him next to Embiid and more talent and that makes up for it um, like the two games where he played great in the Celtics series those were wins and then yeah. the rest of them were all losses so it's, it's one of those things where if you get two fantastic games out of Harden against a team like that you hope that the rest of the talent can carry it um, but I, I'm an ASU guy I went to ASU so I love Harden so I will defend him or at least overlook his flaws to the death
5: <laughs> yeah yeah Well, should we take one more break, come back with the fastest segment in podcasting? What do you think? Oh, man. (laughs) I don't know, man.
4: I don't know. I don't don't like the look of this guy, but I think it's time. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll be
1: right back.
0: Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DK Hoops only on DraftKings Pick Six. The crown is yours.
1: Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick Six not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up to date lists of states, visit dkng.co slash pick six states. Void where prohibited.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't like that oh. laugh. You, you do not want to hear that you laugh. You don't want to hear this. Yeah, that's... Gerald Borgay, you have wandered
4: into the fastest question and answer segment in all sports podcasting history, I would say. All yeah. right? For <laughs> concepts to be conceived at a future date, we can say with confidence, this is the fastest Q&A segment <laughs> in all of nba podcasting that is on the iheart we're lobbying network. for like
5: a little plaque in the hall of fame uh doesn't Very need yeah. to be big doesn't need <laughs> yeah. to be impressive the mad boosties just, award yeah.
4: you know yeah. like right okay. next to the larry o'brien trophy That's we'll try right. <laughs> we'll talk we'll talk with adam when we're at nba con later on yeah, yeah. uh but anyway here we go this is going to be the rapid fire round of questioning we're just going to ask you a question gerald you just don't even think just respond let your subconscious react immediately okay. Don't give long-winded answers because this mm-hmm. is so fast. If it goes on too long, they will take away our title. So it's on you to keep this okay. going. It's not gotcha. on us. As most people would say, as host, it's probably on you.
5: No, we're yeah. lazy. Okay, I'm gonna so. I'm gonna actually take a quick nap here, real quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Power yeah. nap.
4: Good idea. Good idea. Me too. Actually, me too. Uh, <laughs> Gerald, keep explaining the segment to the other people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, you want to go first, Miles? You oh, want me here to go we first? Go. Um,
5: I'll
4: go first. Okay. And you know what that means. Brian, start the clock. Gerald, is there a single NBA player you would take right now over the chance of taking Wemby with the first pick this summer? Anybody. Mm. Jokic. Wow. Uh-huh. I was waiting for a Jokic. Yeah.
5: I think you're the first Jokic, but it makes, makes sense. sense. To me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: like, like, everybody would say Giannis, and then mm-hmm. there was Giannis for a stretch. And then it was like, no, nobody, only yeah. Wemby, only Wemby. <laughs> yeah. And now we've we've landed after the parade celebrations and we're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How
5: yeah, much did his parade performance play into you picking yeah. him? It was a factor for sure. It has to yeah. be. He yeah. just seemed like he was having a blast. And oh. also it seemed like he had just consumed his first alcoholic beverage of all time. So <laughs> yeah. that, that speaks well for, you know, the sort of shape, that his focus that he's he's keeping on. Oh, yeah. Clean liver. Clean, <laughs> yeah. clean. Um, Alright, we're talking teams we want to cover in the offseason. Obviously the Spurs. Um, what's a team you're thinking is going to be interesting in the offseason? We've got OKC, the Magic, the Suns. We just had a feeling about you guys. Uh, the Rockets, Portland. Who who else are we missing? Who, who we should be keeping an eye on? Other
7: than Suns and Blazers, I'm definitely keeping my eye on the Pelicans
5: because the whole Zion thing is uh, pretty wild right now. Yeah, yeah. Do, how God. real is that? Do we think they're actually looking at deals to to move him? I don't know. I
7: wasn't I wasn't putting too much stock in it, but then like it feels like the commissioner put the call in to have that one Twitter account suspended that was just raging against him all yeah all yeah day long. So I don't know. I, I think it, there might be something
5: to it, especially because he can't stay healthy. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Him, him and Lamelo like that. That would be. That'd be pretty fun. interesting. That would be really fun. That would immediately make them a team I would want to watch. Gerald, every you, Gerald, you ha- Gerald, you have to cut Jack off, man. It's just,
4: it's, <laughs> he's, he, couldn't you just tell? He started, he's, he hijacked the whole segment, man. Yeah, he's about to bad. put this thing at risk. Okay, moving on. Gerald, you can place any former Suns great on next year's roster. You can you hop in the Stargate, because you can go anywhere and bring him right back with you. Which former great are you adding to this mix?
7: Charles Barkley.
5: Ooh. Wow.
7: You need some rebounding. You need some size. You need a guy that's just going to be physical and bruised. Sean Marion was my next answer, though. Hmm. Why, Why not nature? both?
4: Yeah. yeah. Well, well, Jack, the question was oh, only not one.
5: Yeah. See, yeah. Not,
4: now, wait, now, are you sabotaging the segment, man?
5: No, no, no. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I just, I did fall asleep a little bit. Sorry, I'm uh, getting paranoid, right. man. Sorry. Um, what are your top three basketball movies, Gerald? Oh, man, that's a tough one. Um...
7: Coach Carter, Space Jam, and White Man Can't Jump. White Man Can't Jump is number one. The White new Man one, jump. the new yeah. one, obviously. New yeah, one, we right? don't even have to no. talk uh, about the new one.
5: Uh, yeah, the new one, the remake. <laughs>
4: yeah, I haven't seen. I guess the old one that everyone talked. About. I saw the new one. I really like that one. Oh, yeah. the,
5: the original is
7: a
4: classic. Oh, is it? I heard uh, Rosie Perez is in that. She, <laughs> she is. is. Yep. Yeah, I I, I I like her work. What do you hear? I like her work as a fly girl.
5: One of the great basketball performances by someone who has never picked up a basketball before filming started from Wesley Snipes. Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's acting, baby. That is real acting. Like, just an amazing on-camera just technician Mm -hmm. with his body. 100%. uh, Yeah, but sometimes the dribble is over his head, but he's doing cool things
4: with it. A little too hard, yeah. But look, he's evading those defenders like he evades the IRS. You know what I mean? Uh, Okay, next question. Gerald. Lolo's fried chicken, popular in the Phoenix area, uh-huh. or Gus's, which is new to the oh, Phoenix area. Oh, man,
7: you're going to make me choose between two of yeah. my favorites. That's rough. Okay, if you're going to the OG's, Lolo's downtown, that location, that one's still m- the best. Okay. But the new ones that they put in Scottsdale, not as good, so i would got to go Gus at that one. Oh, All
4: right. So better, there's a, a better variety of Gus's than there are Lolo's, what you're saying?
5: When, when, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Good to know. Good to know. All right. We were looking at betting favorites to land notable players in the offseason. And it's like, this: these are the top teams expected to land these players if they don't stay with their current team. Uh, I'm just going to read through. You're going to tell me uh, the one that you think is most likely to happen. Uh, LeBron James Mavericks. Damian Lillard Heat. James Harden Rockets. Kyrie Lakers. Uh, Westbrook the Knicks. Draymond, the Jazz, for some reason. Uh, Trey Young, the the Lakers. Uh, Fred Van Vliet, the Suns. This might be outdated. Uh, Chris Middleton, the Thunder. Lopez, the Rockets. Dylan Brooks, the Heat. Yep, I like that one. Or DeAndre Ayton, the Mavericks. Which of those are you liking?
7: Uh, I think just by default, I'm going to go hard into the Rockets. I feel like that one might have some legitimate heat to it. Yeah. But yeah,
5: those. So you I'd, think he's going to hear this podcast and be disappointed in my lack of enthusiasm for him coming back to the Sixers? <laughs> yeah. I and, think that's
7: exactly what it is.
5: Yeah. Wait, um, but you,
4: you didn't mention Dylan Brooks of the Heat?
7: <laughs> I mean, I honestly have no idea where Dylan Brooks is going to sign and how much he's going to sign for because it feels yeah. like his value is rock bottom. But he's also one of those guys that they're going to be like, but he could work for us. <laughs> yeah,
4: right, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> We can rebuild him, right? <laughs> it's fine. Oh, uh, and then the final question. This is the most important one. Okay, Gerald, Jack or Miles?
7: Jack or Miles? I'm gonna go Miles.
4: Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Woo! Yeah, no, that makes sense. It's been touch and go the last couple of weeks. We've had some real diplomatic answers. Some people were saying Jack i needed
5: that <laughs> the diplomatic answer that. some people are saying jack <laughs> um,
4: <laughs> no i meant the diplomatic one was when people thread the needle and go both
5: yeah oh both man i can't choose between the real yeah, I don't like choice that. i like uh, <laughs> that.
4: Yeah, giving new definition to that oh man okay gerald good to know thank you so much i mean yeah. i really appreciate that from the bottom of my heart well wow, you
5: still picking him after he said good to know instead of like thank you Oh, uh, like, well, good that, to that, know. That, 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 That's no. like real dismissive. Like, oh, I already wow, burned man.
4: myself with Molly Morrison when I pretended to be a Grizzlies fan. That was that was bad. <laughs> Remember that one?
5: That, that was desperate, that move. Man. That
4: was desperate. I did. Yeah. Look, like, I've I've done I've done some things, Gerald. I've not been proud of to get somebody to say my name. That's why I kept it neutral, and I'm glad <laughs> you did the right thing. So bless. Good you.
5: to know is like a little bit like, wow, you're really into me, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, I conceited? Oh, cool. Good to oh, know, you're... man. Thanks. Oh, good to know. Cool. Wow. <laughs> well, that's, that's oh. really nice. Oh, my God. Um, oh, man. Really good to know.
4: Gerald Borgay, man, thank you so much for joining us on uh, Miles and Jack Got Mad Boosties. Where can people find you, follow you, and read, you know, just just get just get behind the movement.
7: Yeah, so if you're interested in Sun's writing, the DeAndre Ayton trades, like I mentioned, all my stuff is on gophnx.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Gerald Bourget, or you can listen to our podcast. We go five times a week talking all things Suns. Wow, PHNX uh, Suns podcast. You can get it wherever you get your podcasts, or watch us on YouTube because we do live shows from our studio here. Amazing. It's a beautiful
5: studio. We do daily podcasts, and that's too many podcasts. Just it's a uh, lot. Letting you know, <laughs> yeah, um,
4: <laughs> we, do, we were doing ten a week. <laughs> I know. Outside oh of this one, at one point. Yeah. yeah. It was. It's wild to hear somebody else who does daily podcasting as people who also daily podcast and we're like, mm-hmm.
5: whoa, you whoa, sure. man. We're you like, sure that's you what you do. do. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we do. Amazing. We, we do want to give a shout out to uh, our Boosties listener of the week uh, for the most recent show review. Uh, just first of all, please rate and review. Uh, yeah. You might get called out, especially if you give us a glorious one. Like this one. Finally, mm-hmm. a sports podcast for everyone. Been a fan of Jack since the crack days and Miles since day one of oh. TDZ. Great to have them both reignite my love for basketball. And that is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, it's no, in, It's, not. it's in they, Greek. <laughs> it is written in Greek. So I have uh, to assume. I don't speak Greek or know the characters, but I have to assume that this is Giannis and if we see a reemergence as Giannis being the top player in the league, you can thank Miles and Jack at Mad Boosty.
4: I did a quick uh, Greek translation, and it's Christodoulou. Uh huh. And <laughs> yeah, I don't know yeah. if I, I don't know if y'all are trolling me with guess. that, but I just put the Google Glass on that, and that's what it told me it
5: was. So shout there out you to
4: you, and shout out to all our listeners. Uh, please make sure you follow us on Twitter at Miles of Gray.
5: I'm at Jack underscore O'Brien.
4: Yeah, and hashtag Mad Boosties for show links and updates. Uh, right. Gerald Borgate, thank you so much again for joining us on Miles and Jack on Map Boosties. Uh, we will see you next time. Or I guess you won't see you because this is a podcast, but we'll pretend to see each other next
5: mm-hmm. time. Okay. Perfect. Wow, look at you. You guys look great. Oh
4: man. <laughs> you like the hottest one. <laughs>
6: Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6,000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. It's Freddie
2: Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Listen to Locatura Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.